Brown Beauties. Welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast sponsored by Brown Women Wellness. I'm Andretta, a functional nutrition wellness coach. And I'm Akila. We are your mother-daughter hosts bringing two different generations together weekly to educate you on all things related to health, nutrition, financial, and mental wellness during these changing times. Once we know what choices we have, we can do better because we know the struggle to stay healthy is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Keela. What's up, Andretta? Oh, girl, everything is up. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> you know, I'm still trying to run two careers here, so. Um, same. Uh, so, <laughs> you know how that is. That's With why we trying have to navigate a whole new move to uh, a whole new city. I know, I know, but I think we, I think we made, we're pulling it off. I mean, I'm listen, I'm giving myself grace and I think you're doing the same for yourself and that's all that we really can do. Absolutely. So let's get started today. Um, let's go. Let me tell you what we're going to talk about today. This is going to be a very interesting topic. Uh, okay. When should you break up with your doctor? Yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's quite a statement. <clears throat> well, you know, a lot of people trust in uh, their doctors and don't trust in God. They believe they're doctors over God, believe it or not. I know it's crazy, right? But, uh, that's a hell of a statement, Andretta. Well, let's talk about uh, Dr. Ken Berry. Uh, he wrote a book, and we've discussed this book before. And actually, that statement came from him, and he is a doctor. Uh, he has the audacity to call out his own profession. So I was reading his book, and um, he believes that a lot of doctors are doing their patients harm. He's not exactly doctor bashing, but he believes that the patients need to be more in informed and that doctors need to discuss openly the information that's available to them. So he's just, he know that old saying, trust me, I'm a doctor, no longer has the credibility it once had. So that's what I he, agree with that. Yeah, well, that's what he meant by that. So it's not yeah. like he was trying to say anything bad. Well, when you say a statement like people trust their doctors over God, that's a that's a mouthful right there. Well, but here, I do think that people definitely have a tendency to just take their word for it without doing their own due diligence. People will do that. Yeah, well, a lot of people look up to their doctors. I mean, because they're supposed to know things that we don't know. And so we're going to talk about a few things that he believes that the public needs to know and it will help you when you go back to the doctor again so that you can be a better advocate for yourself. And that's what's going to be the what we're going to help the listeners here understand how to uh, be better, how to better talk with their doctors. And if their doctors are not giving them the things that they need, then what we have to do is you got to break up with your doctor. So that's why we said, you know, you got to know when to break up with your doctor. It's just like any kind of relationship, I feel like. If it's not working, sis, break up with him or her. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of him. Absolutely. So we're going to take a break, come right back, and we're going to tell you, give you like five things you need to know. And if these things aren't happening, you need to break up with your doctor. All right. 
Brown Women Wellness' mission is to empower brown women and their families through education and products to help improve their family health and wellness through a lifestyle of easy and actionable steps. I'm Andretta Robinson, Functional Nutrition Wellness Coach. In 2008, I was diagnosed with an early stage of cancer. My doctor wanted to remove my womb as a cure, but I was determined there had to be another way. After lots of research, I found a curable alternative, forcing my doctor to treat it without any surgery. And in 2018, I was visiting my aunt in Atlanta after having lost my mother to heart disease and saw her health was in distress with high blood pressure and all things related. A visit to the health food store to formulate herbal teas, which is now called Brown Women Wellness Anti-Inflammation Tea, and a diet and lifestyle change turned my aunt's health around. I knew I had found my calling. We bring you healthy lifestyle information through our Brown Women Wellness website, our Brown Women Wellness Facebook group, emails, Instagram, and other social media websites, and our Well Honestly podcast. Find us. You'll be glad you did. All right. Yeah. So here's the thing. So, you know, doctors kind of carry themselves as if they know everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And most of them believe that they have learned everything they need to know while they're in medical school. I mean, that's what they go to medical school for. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so but what he's what, what Dr. Ken Berry says is that a lot of them don't keep up with the current studies. You know, they yeah. kind of fall into what they learned in medical school and they rely upon um, big pharma, big food and big agriculture to who are also because those big companies are always doing research. And so they it's it's interesting because I remember being in a doctor one time. I wanted to be a pharmaceutical rep and <laughs> I really I thought that's what I was going to do, be a pharmaceutical rep, because I used to be at the doctor and see the pharmaceutical reps coming into the doctor. And it just seemed like they had such a cool job because all they would do is just I pass. I can see you doing <laughs> well, I got turned down by the pharmaceutical rep company. Okay. I they listen, they, I had just finished college and I thought that was going to be my dream job. And it's funny how life happens because had I gone that route, I wonder if I would be where I'm at today. And I, I would have to say probably not. Mm-mm. So, but but anyway, that I thought that was going to be my dream job because I saw them handing out these samples all the time to the doctors. They would come in with their little bags and they would hand out all these. And what I found out later is that they're handing out drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just so you know, quote unquote, in the in the industry, they call themselves drug pushers. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. They are. Yeah. The pharmaceutical reps are called the drug pushers. If you ever go to any of these medical conferences and I've been to a couple of them now that I'm in the wellness industry, this is what they call them. They say, hey, the drug pushers are here. Let's see what we can get free. So, so with knowing that, you know, knowing that, <laughs> that they are getting their information from big pharma, big food and big agriculture, because these companies spend thousands, millions of dollars millions. doing research. But the research is to support whatever drug they're getting ready to come out with. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So so what happens is we get caught up, the doctors get caught up in it because they don't, they don't have time to go do their own research. I mean, most of them now, if you think about it, if I'm not mistaken, and somebody out there in our world can correct me, but if I'm not mistaken... The insurance companies can only pay for 15-minute visits. 
There's like a lot of technicalities and it depends on the insurance company. But I will say this, a lot of people don't know to that same extent that some doctors, excuse me, depending on what, um, you know, they work for an advocate hospital or something like that, they have quotas to fill. Now that's kind of scary. Yes. But they have certain kind of quotas, not necessarily how many people they have to see, but, you know, when you talk about the reps with the drugs and the big companies, there's like bonuses and things and money being thrown at hospitals and doctors and things of that nature. So, you know, they take this oath before they become a doctor. And then when they have these kind of like bonuses and money thrown at them with quotas, it starts to blur the lines of, are you an advocate for the people or is money kind of clouding your judgment? And that's a good point because what Dr. Ken Berry says that what a lot of stuff that they be telling their patients are based on faulty research. It's the research yeah. by all of these companies. And so he decided to change himself as a result. Wow, he decided to share what he found in a book. And we're going to dive into a few of those points that he made. So it, it's, it's a little bit scary. But he said, one of the things he wanted to say is, and I thought this was really cool. He said, you only have one life. And he said, you don't want to blindly follow anybody. He said, because Mm-mm. if they make an error, I'll give you bad advice. You're going to suffer. Your family going to suffer. You may even be dead. And he said, if they make an error and you successfully sue them for millions, you're left without some part of your health. That's yeah. what he said. He said, because doctors are human. They're human. Yeah. But, yeah. but one of the things he talked about was a doctor-patient relationship. And his, he said, it should be a partnership. You know, not Mm -hmm. offering you a new pill because of some slick ad you see on TV or some charming drug reps that sent him that were sent to him by Big Pharma. You know, he said that relationship should be uh, what it should be a give, take, take a give, give relationship. So he said, because the research never feel like. Yeah, you should never feel like that you are being dictated to, talked to, and excuse me, act, but you should more so be talked to and with um, in terms of your health. And, and, and that relationship, that's why I say that, you know, just finding a doctor won't do. You have to kind of like fill them out. It's almost like with a psychologist, like with a therapist, you have to fill these doctors out. And just because you feel like you're like, on death's door or you feel very ill doesn't mean you just go to the first doctor and just trust them with everything. Well, one of the things is research is constantly changing. So your doctor should be changing with the research. And again, Mm -hmm. most of them don't have time to do that. So you want to know if your doctor got a chance, are they keeping up? You know, so that's why you have to do your own research. You have to be your own advocate. You know, my story, if I hadn't been my own advocate, I probably would have had, one of my breasts, I'm sorry, one of my breasts, one, I probably will be without a female part right now as we speak, had I just listened to the doctor. And this is why when we start talking about breaking up with your doctor, if your doctor doesn't listen to you, we're going to go into the reason in a second, but you have to know when it's time to part ways so that you can keep your health and your sanity in check. So let's run down these these lists and these reasons of when it's time to break up with your doctor. Okay, so one of them is, he says in his book, um, if your doctor tells you the key to losing weight is to eat less fat and exercise more, he said, get up politely, walk out and find another doctor. Hmm. (laughs) He said, if they tell you that's the way you're going to lose weight, uh, bye, okay? (laughs) He (laughs) says, tell them goodbye. 
He said antibiotics. He said if they hand you an antibiotic every time you have a cold or your child have a cold and you walk into yeah. the door, he said it's time to leave them. He said because hand, antibiotics, you just can't keep it's not handing it out like candy, you know, because nope. after a while... The body will become resistant. And that's what has happened, okay? The other time he tells you to break up with the doctor is the salt myth. He said, uh, reducing sodium intake to lower your blood pressure. He said, that is not how you lower your blood pressure. And let me just say this. Um, that's a good, I like that point that he said, because I was just talking to a couple of people over the week and they were saying how they like to not eat a lot of salt because of like high blood pressure and all this and all that. And I just casually said, well, you know, what kind of salt do you, do you normally like use when you're cooking? And they're like, oh, you know, iodized salt, regular table salt, all that kind of stuff. And I said, well, have you ever thought that maybe it's the kind of salt and not necessarily salt itself that you probably need to change? And I can tell that they had never thought about that. So a lot of times black people have that myth. And if you hear a doctor talking about, oh, yeah, cut out all the sodium, your body needs some sodium. Absolutely. And he they're probably using iodine, good old iodine salt, which is mm -hmm. bleached, by the way. Um, if you if you're using that kind, and that's the kind of salt they use everywhere, because you got to remember every time y'all eat out at all these places, they're using that good old iodine mm -hmm. bleached salt. Uh, the salt that you should be using, of course, is a Himalayan pink salt or sea salt. Those are your good natural salts that come from the earth. So you know that's that's one of the things he said. Also, let's talk about this food pyramid. He talked. Here's another reason. He said if you go to the doctor and they tell you to go by the federal government. And he said, because a lot of people believe that the federal government say something, it must be true. But the federal government is the one who gave us that food pyramid. And that food pyramid is one of the reasons why obesity is running rampant here in the United States. And, I, you know, I always tell this story about Dr. Ansel Keys, and you all have heard me say this before about him. Back in uh, 1961, he was commissioned to do a study because the president at that time was Theodore Roosevelt. And Roosevelt had a heart attack. And when he had that heart attack, the whole world, the whole country was like, oh, my God, my president had a heart attack. What can we do? Why did he have a heart attack? So they spent all this money, gave it to this Dr. Ansel Keys, told him to go find some, do some research and come back and tell the United States why their president had a heart attack. He came back. He took that study. By the way, the study found was actually uh, uh, funded by Big Food. And um, he came back and he omitted, he supposedly studied like 15 countries. Well, he came back with the study of only five countries and that whole study was skewed. That is where the low fat industry started. And that is, again, came from your federal government. I'm saying people that, you know, they say everything must be true. By the way, if you ever want to read more about that, there's a book called Death by Food Pyramid. It's by Dennis Menger. We'll put it in the show notes. We're also going to put Dr. Uh, we're going to put the book that we're referring to today in the show notes by Dr. Ken Berry uh, so that you guys can know when you need to break up with your doctor. So on that note, Keela, you got anything else you want to say? No, I just think that, well, I say no, and then I say I think that. <laughs> I I just believe that with anything, especially when it comes to protecting yourself, your health is, is of utmost. And really, honestly, follow your gut um, when it comes to these doctors, because again, they push a lot of things on you. And then a lot of times we succumb to fear. 
you know, we don't feel well or we research, like we research the worst of the worst that we could possibly research about whatever it is that we have going on. And then we go to the doctor with that fear. And then, you know, sometimes the doctors will play into that fear as well. And not because they're evil or anything, but, you know, they want to make sure that you feel well and they can only go within their scope to do that. And one more point I got to make before you start, finish. I have to say this. The internet is not the doctor. Okay. Dr. Google. All right. Dr. Internet. Stop that. (laughs) Uh, WebMD is not the Bible for um, health related issues. Exactly. Okay. Because a lot of people go right to the internet to try to figure out what's wrong with them. Yeah. Don't do that, y'all. <laughs> and and just just play it by ear when it comes to to um, figuring out who you want to have lead you with your health. But this just goes back to our whole mission with Brown Woman Wellness is to take care of yourself and put it in your own hands. Amen. Don't just go to the doctor and give them everything. You do your own due diligence and you change your lifestyle. And then if you have to incorporate a doctor, everything will start to make sense because you've done your own work. Amen. All right. With that, Keila, we can close this out. Hey, listen, (laughs) it's been a pleasure, guys. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Well Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember, ladies, we are not doctors and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness. As always, show notes with links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening.